True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. Now, you're out there, you have acres and acres, hundreds of acres. All you have to do is water <laughs> okay. and mow, and they'll do the rest. Nope. Weed control, which you hate, fertilization, mm -hmm. aer aeration. Can't stand it. Among others. They'll do all that. So you can do literally anything else. Dana's out there like Yellowstone. You have better things to do in your free time. I know you do. You don't want to focus on lawn care. True green is too good to be true, mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. But it is true. Right, David? Because yeah. you're going to have more time to do yeah, things that you want to focus on. All the hard work and it gets yeah. you to a great lawn. That's what you want. You take care of everything else you got to do in your life. You're very busy. Let True Green take care of this one thing. Get it off your plate. You know what? I do have some space. I want to put some grass down. Some I, I might. This, I'll, I'll, talk, I'll call you later, talk, True Green. Talk to True Green. <laughs> Where can listeners mm -hmm. purchase or learn more? You go to TrueGreen.com. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people, guaranteed. You can trust True Green to give you the best lawn because they are the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. Whoa. They offer a satisfaction guaranteed, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. That is such a cool thing. Good job, True Green. You're nailing it. So today's show, Julie Bowen. <laughs> I was gonna go Julie Bowen. Okay, good. We'll start over. <laughs> no, don't start over. <laughs> I was inspired by your Julie Bowen. What song is that? It's James Bond. Oh, okay. Do -do 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 Bowen. Okay. I'm telling you. Julia Bowen. Come on, wake up. Come on. We got to get this I just podcast didn't know going. Too. So she is a uh, modern family. She's done a million things. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Mm -hmm. A lot of movies. Mm -hmm. She's what I would call a kick in the pants. She is a lot of fun. She's a pistol. She was funny the whole time. Uh, she made fun of me the whole time we dated in the old days. And so. Wait a minute. What? What was that? What? What's it about? Dated who? Dated what? what? So this what? is one of David's. Ex, well, girlfriends, but friends. Yeah, we're we're still friendly, yeah. and I don't see her really much because she lives in the valley. Gross, but um, no, we're still friendly, and she's always funny to talk to. Is she um, mm -hmm. bust my balls the whole time, which you thought was funny? She was. I was just barrel laughing yeah. the whole time. I was bent over with tears of joy. <laughs> she is, she was just funny. Yeah. Uh, this one is just a lively, energetic, funny, yep. funny little visit with Mrs. Ms. Julie Bowen, you who know, she, I had never really met. Yeah. And so I just enjoyed her company. I thought she was so cool. She just produced a, uh, a movie, Prom Pact. Bless you. Uh, and she has this preteen skincare brand called JB Scrub. Do you know that? It gets your pits. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't use preteen skin yeah. products, no, would I? I've never you? heard of that. You're 14. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a teenager. No, this is, tell, tell it serious. It gets your pits, butts, and nuts. That's the hook. Isn't that funny? Pits, butts, and nuts? Yeah. With a JB smooth cream? JB Scrub. JB Scrub. And by the way, 15% off. If you put fly friend 15, that's so for our audience that is 12, is this for who's yeah. this? or for their kids? Oh, for the kids. Okay. Mm -hmm. So 
It's JB Smoove, Pits, Butts, and Nuts. Oh. <laughs> speaking of young, speaking of young, someone thought I was forty-eight recently. <laughs> what? Your mom? It's that young. It's not young. JB Scrub, and uh, it's not to be confused with JB Smoove. Hey, I got something for this. <clears throat> These are my jokes. Remember, JB Scrub, rub a dub dub. No, well, you could say in the tub. I set it up for you. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say it again. <laughs> JB Tub. JB Scrub. Oh. Rub a dub dub in the butt. It's close. Oh. <laughs> let, you know what? Let's let's let her tell you yeah. about everything. Here's Julie Bowen blabbing Julia with these two. Julie Bowen, idiots. and wait till the fireworks start to happen between Young David and Ms. Julie Bowen. No, she's Stay trying tuned. to start trouble with me, and I just—I'm such. A it's some stuff happened on this particular episode that's never happened on other episodes. I'll put it that way. Stop your car! Don't even drive listening to this one. <laughs> Pull over and call in sick at work. So serious. Oh, wait, why am I in like a tiny chair? Why is uh, that she? was intentional. We want to feel. Is she low? low? This, is, this is like a. This is like a. Um, a... <laughs> Teacher parent conference. <laughs> wanna... Julia's being very. The table are really yeah, will you grab higher. one more? I'll grab one. Oh, thanks, Greg. So much. I don't know what's going on. Look like the same height. You look like Megan that movie, Megan. Megan. I don't know the Megan dance. She's an 11-year-old sex doll. (laughs) (laughs) Why did they make Megan such a sex doll? Sex doll was mentioned within 32 seconds. (laughs) Why why did they make Megan into an 11-year-old sex doll? That's a good question. I don't know if the robot needs a Kylie Jenner lip kit. (laughs) Did you see? She has like... Eyeshadow, she's like, I'm Megan. I'm like, that's not the movie, is it? For the teenage girl audience, I'm having a candy bar. I think thing. it's for the- I don't think it's for the teenage girl. I think it's teenage boy audience. I have te- three teenage no, boys, boys yeah, and boys. trust me, they are all spending a lot of time in the shower after that one. <laughs> after Megan. After Megan. Hey, save some water. <laughs> there like, were five boys, in our, or four boys in our, my family. Four? Which four. one were you? I was the youngest, so I got, you know. Oh, so they ignored you. No, not necessarily. We no, took, but in a we good took, way. Well. Thank you so much. My sister's this. possessed <gasps> that we like all bullied up. her. They go, Lori, we were all in our own lane. We were all Wait a minute, there were four boys and, and a girl? A, a little baby girl. How Catholic are you? <laughs> Protestants. Oh. <laughs> I'm a Protestant. We don't have sex and we don't make a lot of kids. Five, five, my mom had five kids by the time you she was three. 31. You have three though, don't you? Anyway. I have three, but I had two at once. That was, you know, oh, that's not right. on that's purpose. Not your fault. That's not your fault. That's not my fault. When did you know they were twins? You're having twins. Uh, I knew, uh, you know what? I'm not a hippie and I'm not like super fruity, but I'd had one kid. <laughs> I, Shut I, the I, fuck up, David. I can already see you. Like, <laughs> like, he rolled his eyes. I'm not fucking super fruity, no, but I not. did have a dream when I was pregnant and I woke up and I said, to my then husband, there's more than one. I could, I just I had this crazy dream. He goes, there better hadn't be. I go, you're coming to disappoint me today. And we went in, and that was the day they're looking around and stuff. And they're like, there's one. There's two. There's the other one hiding. And he goes, he looked at me like, you fucking witch. What have you done? Like, how did you make, how did you create two babies in you on purpose? I think it safely was going to be harder on you than him. I don't know. My breastfeeding kept him up at night. 
Kept, what does that mean? <laughs> he used to tell me, he goes, breast, you breastfeeding is hard because it keeps me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> What's hard on him? It's hard. Oh, uh, he was joking. He My was, dad would go, tough life. <laughs> tough life. Hey, so how do you two know each other? I get a sense you have a, had, you're friends, right? You know each other. I know her. I'm just from, guessing. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. Well, why, don't you tell him, why don't you tell him, David? Why don't you tell your friend Dana how you know yeah, me? Yeah, what is going on here? I mean, I'm just... I, I'm just I'm a fly on the wall right I now. I met Julie, I think, at a uh, Golden Globes party. Is that possible? Golden Globes party, uh, HBO, Golden Globes party. You were with Steve Levitan. Oh, I was? Uh-huh. Steve Levitan. You were wow. there for, you'd been nominated for um, Just Shoot Me. Mm-hmm. Second time, yeah. I'm so sorry. We're not See, keeping track. Now, now he's like, he's like, I don't know when was it. Second time. So you sure it wasn't the first time, David? No, I. You know what? I mix it up. It's all jumbled. It it's all like jumbled. It was one of Did those you awards. Win an Emmy? I can't remember. I don't remember. Whoops. I don't think it's about Whoops. that. I sorry, think it's it doesn't make you a better person. Did my you wait, wait, David? Did you win an Emmy for Just Shoot Me? I honest. I did not. Okay. It doesn't make you inferior. Others of Julie, us we'll get win Emmys. It doesn't matter. Well, I was back when those Emmys really meant something. I would something. have given you yeah, an Emmy. Yeah, back when they meant something. <laughs> yeah, now they just hand them out like candy. I think you got handed to. I think you got right. Uh, 2011, was that the pandemic? And uh, <laughs> 2000. <laughs> yeah, I got one of those no, pandemic COVID Emmys. Ones, yeah. I got a COVID no, Emmy. How it many nominations like, for Modern Family? Just say it. I don't know. For, six, something like that. Was it for me or the show? Six nominations. You know what, mm-hmm. Julie? Honestly, I thought you hosted SNL twice, and it's you've I've won never two fucking, Emmys. No, I won two Emmys, and I've never hosted <laughs> SNL. No, I would never host SNL. You kidding me? That is terrifying. I watch it now. Also, I, I'm kind of into, like right now, how you guys watch SNL every week, right? Nope. Or no. We have seen, I see. I see it on I mean, Instagram. They have I clips stay of up each that sketch. Late. We'll see clips. Well, I'll go, you know, on Sunday, you can go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and, can go on. And watch on, all the sketches. Right. Yeah. And watch all of it. But I the guests this year in particular are like, it's like complete, it's all new. Like there's none of the, none of the classics, you know, you, there's no, there's no we Tom Hanks. It's, oh, the guests. Uh, the hosts. The hosts. Yeah. 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 All the, mm-hmm. all the hosts. And so the, when I watch it now, I'm like, oh, I could maybe do it now because the, it's just like, they're much nicer and warmer, it seems like. And it Who feels is? like, <laughs> I don't know. It feels like the, you used to have to come on and kill in the, uh. In oh, your opening okay. monologue, <laughs> so now the hosts don't <laughs> no, have to be. No, they very... they are they are really funny, but it's it's much more gentle no, and kind about it. Right. They're like, I'm so honored to be here. This is yeah. so exciting. It's it emotional, seems like there's a, almost yeah. serious. Yeah, a little yeah, political like, statement. Yeah, and and a little bit of like this is you know what SNL meant to them growing up and mm-hmm. how much it means to them to be there now. Yeah. Like even you know Liev Schreiber did a whole like this is such a big deal to me, and I was like, huh. And Martin Short is on top of a piano. I yeah, exactly. He's crushing so hard. Right. And so the it's greatest. not as hard on the jokes as mm-hmm. it was back when it yeah. would have been. Did they reach enough. out to you? I would imagine during they your ten years or eleven years. There was Martin? there was a, a there soft. There was some because you weren't soft, on NBC. They're pretty loyal. You were not on NBC, right? You're ABC or no? I was uh, on NBC when David um, tracked me down. I don't and know. That if that's was that the other show. That Ed. was Ed. I Ed. did a show called Ed. And oh, that is the terminology. Yes. Yeah, tracked. I was doing Ed when you were doing. So he's, ex- he stalked you. He stalked me. Oh, we were at this. I was with Willie Garson. Oh, Willie Garson. Yes, was and that. That's really okay. Funny. He was on. He invited me as he's like. I've had this said to me more than once. You look like somebody who's got a nice dress hanging in the closet. 
it's like the day before some award show. <laughs> Clearly, everyone else has dropped out. Could you possibly chuck on your dress and show up? That wasn't me. That was Willie. No, that was Willie. Okay, yeah. So I went with Willie, and you were there with Steve, Steve Levitan, and you was, walked hmm. by me and then walked right back again and go, Hey, I, do I know you? I, I know you. Hey, what's up? What's up? Uh, and I said, No, no. I think I said, Do we have the same barber? <laughs> Spade has she had a the short best haircut. patter no, with women. I no. mean, just just even the flight attendant or whoever. You do. You have a good. They like the because funny. Funny matters. My family. When matters. I started dating David, yeah. my yes. family was okay, like, "Here we go." Oh dear God! Okay. They're like, "What?" And I said, "Funny counts." I don't need to hear behind. Funny the scenes. counts. That's the name of your next book. <laughs> <laughs> funny counts. They go. Does it count that much? Funny counts. Funny it counts a lot because you, like Laura Michaels said once, <laughs> you, you can't marry a face. Because eventually you, could, right. you don't even see the face. You, so you have to marry a personality. Uh, What's better than someone that makes you laugh all day long? Right. David. So David David tried to track me down through, but this is where he shot the what bed. What channels Are we allowed to swear on your show? Sure. What the fuck? I don't think we can say track me down again, but we can swear. <laughs> How did he, what kind of tracking device did I he don't use? Know was it a private detective? He or? Ha, no, a publicist. <laughs> okay. Which was such a fucking see my I want to be tracked well, down well, listen, isn't it flattering to be tracked down have, a little bit not by a publicist he, uh, well, we there's no up, other way by telegram when I you mean, figured out when you figured out that because first I told you I was a, a dog walker okay because you were like I know you I go uh, no because I and I was like if he doesn't know what am I going to give you my resume no right. you had no idea who I was you just you did the right thing thought I was cute I said I was a dog walker mm-hmm. you're like mm, and That's then I ran into you at another party somewhere. And then the next thing I knew, I had, you did track me down through, you figured out I would, had been in Happy Gilmore with Sandler. Uh, okay. But we, anytime he's mentioned, I try to do that. <laughs> and she did the best. But you didn't, you did didn't bother one. to go through Adam. You didn't go through anybody personal. I didn't think I want Adam knowing my personal business. So what, this oh, is okay. a Conan Johnson PR firm and we're looking for right, Ms. No, Julie it was Bowen. literally this woman, uh, I don't remember her name, but he, she tracked me down. I had a bunch bunch of a couple calls from her David would like to talk to you David like and I was like fuck that it's they would like, like to see him in his office you literally were fuck that well I, I got <laughs> she's like fuck that yeah, a publicist you were on Ed yeah. right I was on Ed it was not a lascivious fuck that it was no like, it was not yeah. like I'm gonna fuck that no it was it was a <laughs> no it was not that. that for sure it was not that it was not that I and know, then but that you did that perfectly was I like, was living in New York in this building uh, I remember I was in the gym really early watching TVs with no, you know, they had with no Sound. no volume, and I see that you had been uh, tased by oh Skippy. Mm. Well, okay, that's so a story we have not explored. You haven't funny. explored this on this podcast. It's been mentioned though. Oh, David was tased by Skippy. I know the whole story. Tased and beaten. Well, tased was the beginning to disarm me. Disarm the, the tasing was, it was a night of terror. My attention. Did I mention that the volume was not on on the TVs? I was doing my best. So what did you? What did you? So then I was like, "Where?" Silence. Anyone who gets tased, I'm gonna go to Arby's with. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> I no. I was like, "Now where was that scrap of paper I wrote down for the publicist giving his number?" <laughs> that so asshole. I called him and I was like, "Hey, that's when you called me. About that's that? when I called you. I go, hey, it's you Julie, had your opener. Are you all right? I just saw you got tased by Skippy and." You said, now will you go out with me? No, I said, no, my mom, well, I realized my dick's still working because I got all excited. 
I'm sorry. Can we take what, that out? You actually was didn't it say that. Well, wait a minute. Was it di- you said no, Dick Worky? You said now said will who? you go out with me? Now will you go out with me? Sounds more like Dick. Now we now will you no, go out I with me? Said, I had to get tased to no, get a date. After I was laid up for a while and very pain, I uh, mm-hmm. started to come to my sense. I don't even remember these calls because it was it was so much pain, so much calls, so much pain. I didn't even know about Vicodin until right after this. So. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you knew about Vicodin I hate by the Vicodin. time we oh, went we on a date. Yeah, you were little V chippies. Yeah, okay, yeah, I maybe. remember a lot of that. Oh yeah, I had a puka shell made of Vicodin. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> just, you, hey, you ate your necklace the, today. Everybody needs to know about David is that he's the most like sensitive, um, delicate flower who mm-hmm. has low blood sugar, okay. has to carry around a little rat bag full of like. Turkey and oh, chicken. Oh, there's protein bars all no. over this mansion. And and they're and corner. like even <laughs> though like he, having a puppy, <laughs> he wants to go like party, but it's at like six p.m. Six thirty. <laughs> in bed at in bed at eight forty five. But damn. we're kindred and, spirits. We like to eat at four three thirty. We asked the restaurants to open so we could go at like, four o'clock. Hello? But that's when I was on Conan. And he goes, "This was a few months back." He goes, "Well, you've been doing this podcast with Spade. How, how would you describe him?" <laughs> and I did not prepare for that answer, but the first word that came in my head was gentle. Oh, fucking kill Isn't that funny? Right? Kind of cute. But that's exactly what I'm saying. He's like a gentle, sensitive soul yeah. who doesn't want to admit the greatest story that David ever told me was. I'm telling all your stories. Julie went to Brown University. Shut up. She graduated. And, so uh, did Marcy Klein. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But didn't know her there. Never no, go met ahead. her once. What did I do? No, you told me the story once about <laughs> like hooking up with a girl <laughs> when you were doing, you were living out here, you weren't on SNL yet, you hooked uh-huh. up with some girl, you were so excited and you spent the night at her house and you didn't want to tell her about your low blood Ailments. sugar. Mm-hmm. And I think you got up in the morning to go get coffee or something or breakfast with that, and you passed out in line uh-huh. waiting because your blood sugar was so low and you were so embarrassed. About. So ever since then. Uh, well, that happened at SNL in front of Sherry O'Terry at lunch. It happened with <laughs> at Taco Bell when I was going to meet Sandler and those guys that played tennis in the valley. At Taco Bell, I, I slid on the ground and slept on the ground and was out. I think that was also because I found a dog tooth in my burrito, so no one knows exactly what the problem was. <laughs> you did not find yeah. a dog tooth. <laughs> I think. No, you didn't. I didn't even take it back. Well, why did they just get chewing? Because <laughs> they just shrugged their shoulders. But uh, Spade passed out was a thing I passed out. I used to pass out more, but now I don't. Now I keep But I think that people think that you were like snarky and like lecherous. No, that was, was the nice. persona, the comic persona from that's, Update. Well, basically. that's me on Update and every TV show and every movie. So that's where it gets and, a little blurry, right? Yeah. Right. What are you? What are you sketching over there, David? I'm just signing my will. That's when, <laughs> when he's nervous. <laughs> he I'm just nervous. starts. I'm he's doodling. Why are you nervous? Because we haven't gotten to anything except the fact that I should be in a stretcher at all times. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to Look, get to? Is there something? I don't know. I don't know. Is there something you We're need? We're not to... trying to get anywhere. We've been, we've been at this for about, a year and a half. And, and you're not trying you to get are, to anything. No, no you're no, great. You're a superstar. David, whether you have a few weeks old puppy or a senior who's seen multiple decades, any dog person like me knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. Yep. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with your lovely dog. Yeah, well, I've heard farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. And, you know, that's what everyone's looking for. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced. Uh, It's made from human-grade ingredients. Safe, clean kitchens, all that stuff matters. Yeah. I mean, you love your dog. Why Why get the lousy food for your dog? Farmer's dog is the best. Traditional dry and wet dog food options are extremely processed. 
Sometimes they use dogs much lower quality. Yeah, <laughs> you you put it in their bowl and they go, "What is this kibble?" And they knock it away. What is this canned goo? Oh yeah, I've had our dog. Yeah, look at the bowl yeah. and then kind of crank its neck up and look at me, and they, it was like, "Really?" They go, "Really? Why don't you go first? You want a bite of this slop?" <laughs> <laughs> and it makes that sound. Here you go, dog. Like, so farmer's dog isn't just no. higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. It makes it easy to help your dog reach and stay at their ideal weight, David. And which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits, David, from healthier coat mm -hmm. and skin, better breath, if you want to kiss your dog, and even easier digestion and smaller and better poops. Let's look at a clip. It doesn't matter if your dog's <laughs> young or old, it's always the right time to invest in their health for more happy years with your dog. Get 50% off your first box at farmersdog.com slash fly. Let the farmer's dog know we sent you. Use your code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. Mm -hmm. And what makes a home is more than just house or property. It's the location and the neighborhood. Yes, exactly. This is really, really a smart uh, thing. If you have kids, it's also schools, regards to homes, nearby parks, transportation mm -hmm. options. That's why homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. Yeah, when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, mm -hmm. student to teacher ratio. This is stuff you need. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. That's right. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. I was going to ask you, how do you deal with that emotionally when yes. people come up to you because you were going along famous. The Modern Family was a smash, maybe mm. the latest or last super. Yeah, sit last one, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. And then you're famous. Yeah. And people come up to you and go, I can't believe it's all of you. Yeah. How do you process that? You go, yeah, what's up? Well, no, I, I was pregnant with with the twins when I during the pilot of Modern Family mm -hmm. and I gave birth. Birth May seventh was we got picked up a little early and I was okay. waiting I was in labor I'm in the hospital and my phone's ringing I'm between contractions I'm a little bored you know there's like there's time between contractions Always on your so phone. I answer the phone fuck you and I answer the phone and it's <laughs> Steve Levitan <laughs> and he goes Julia God, it's exciting news we we got picked up we got picked up early they're going to show the whole pilot at Upfronts this is a really big deal and I'm like mm -hmm. oh my god that's great he goes you got to come to Upfronts I go ah. <laughs> he said, what are you doing? That was your I, celebration. I go, I'm in labor. She's in labor. Uh, mm -hmm. And he goes, you're in labor and you answer the phone. It was, it was a quiet moment. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but the point being that <laughs> I literally at the exact same time the Modern Family was happening, I went from having one kid to three babies. And oh, so you didn't, yeah. I, it was like I was in a fugue state. And people would What's come up mean? to me and talk to me. And I was like, I hadn't mm -hmm. slept. I hadn't eaten. I was exhausted all the time. Um, but the pickup is one thing, but then the fact that it, did it come out of the gate huge? I think it did. Yeah. Because I remember hearing about the pilot that it was big. Because mm -hmm. you mentioned you Steve mad. Levitan in our 
meat uh, story, but Steve, if you don't know, was my boss on at the time at Just Shoot Me, and he was yours at. Are you saying Modern that to Family. you, the listener? Because you, yes. you think I don't know that. No, I'm telling no, the no, to, to, to okay, the college listen. kids are going. How do we get in show business? <laughs> hey, gang. No, Julie. Steve your Levitan. boss's name was Steve Levitan. You won't remember this, but Steve he was there Levitan for 10 years. produced Just Shoot Just Me, Shoot Me, and Modern Family. And Modern Family. And how many homes does Steve own yeah. today? Uh. He's, I can count rich. four, three, four. Is he full private jet? If he had no, his money, I'd throw him away. So well, you know Maybe what? At least divorce in California is not. Oh, a divorce! Com- he got divorced. So they I, usually get seventy percent without they, a premium. They get se- are you divorced? No, no, I, I'm not rich enough to get divorced. <laughs> Sorry, honey, she's listening. <laughs> no, but you you split everything, and then there's and then alimony. You, so it so aggregate yeah. over time. I heard this from other divorced men, not myself. I've been married for seventy one years. No, divorced men. Divorce men, yeah. Ew. Well, Julie isn't a, Julie isn't an odd situation. That's not typical. I, it just seems like it's a oh, little I sexist see. to think that only only men are paying. Oh, oh wait a minute! I, I no no that was me not feeling the other. We rumors are that Tom Arnold made a, a tidy sum uh-huh. from Roseanne Barr. Sure you go. So, there you go. You're the go there Roseanne. I'm all in favor of both ways. <laughs> fuck you. So spouse has the money you shall fuck pay. You count. He who has yeah. the money shall she yeah. or he who has the money shall pay. Yes. Yes. So I don't know if Steve has a, a private jet. Steve's I've right. never never heard of it. He, when I just sold my house, he came and looked at it. That's what I heard. Yeah. Did he what, buy what, it? What was it up for? I said, you want this <laughs> for like the kids or something? Like a like a little house? shack? Yeah, a little like shit a stabbing shack. cabin. Yeah, a little stabbing to... cabin. I know that phrase. That's one of his favorite. <laughs> stabbing cabin. Stabbing, stabbing cabin, cabin up in Truesdale. <laughs> what is the origin of stabbing cabin quickly? It's just a funny term it's I heard. Isn't it from the, the 1930s? It's about a place you have an affair with. I don't know. It's a, say it. a shack for shagging. Yeah, it's a shagging shack. It's, yeah. I've yeah, heard it a baby. bunch of different places. It's funny. I think some agent told me, he goes, Well, I live out in Malibu. I got a stabbing cabin in town. I go, What? Then I sort of did the math in my head. I go, Oh, wait. Have a stabbing cabin. <laughs> it's hysterical. Stab- well, it's a great phrase. It is. You I think it's just to have a great phrase. Mistress, mm-hmm. yeah. It's you don't fun. have to have mistress to have a stabbing cabin. So do you want to hear about our first date? Go ahead. Oh, I want to hear everything I can about you two because David is, uh, you know, my partner and mm-hmm. really good friend. And I love to hear about him as a boyfriend. What uh, He showed up at- Julie it was- is fluent in Italian. <laughs> she is nice try. He showed up at my um, apartment <laughs> in New York uh, after doing Letterman, and it was Halloween, and you had a clip in, colorful, mm, like blue or black hair clip in. Uh, yeah, because you left it on the floor, and you had a tiny bottle of Jack Daniels in your sock. Mm. And I was like, "That's cool." Some of this, is, <laughs> half of that sounds flask. <laughs> Wait, you think that's cool, Dana? Well, you see, I, anybody. I mean, it's so illicit to have like. A, I just go get a pop. Well, you know, because he's yeah. like that's all he could. Like he's he's a gentle soul. Right. He's I a was, gentle drinker I too. Do, yeah, I do about a little bit. Uh, back then, I could do about three drinks a night, but I do two now. But that was a uh, Jack Daniels. I don't drink anymore. I drink vodka, but that that was a little too sugary. Bless my heart. It was too. It would not but it, you but it's, kept it's, a little tiny airplane yeah, yeah, bottle in your sock. my socks. Yeah. It's a lab experiment. <laughs> when David gets a cocktail, there's a Diet Coke, right? Yeah. And then yep. you get the Tito's neat. And then you're mixing and matching and yeah. pouring and pouring. Just to I get, so I don't that. get, but I used to get the hangover so bad. So now I just want to get a buzz. I don't want to get so fucking like collapsing. <laughs> so I think it's a combo of uh, being a puss and being uh, a loser. There's, it's some sort of doctor's <laughs> told me. A lightweight. A puss a plus a loser. Yeah, something a like that. Fragile. Plus. So what happened on this first date? He yeah, shows up, happened? he's got the bow in his remember. hair. He's got Jack Daniels in his he's sock. Got, he's got clip-in hair extensions. Okay, and he's got it. Jack Daniels in his sock. clear. 
It had a bow in it. It was stricken. a bow. No, what do you mean stricken? It wasn't stricken. extensions. They were, it was for Halloween. Oh, maybe something fun. You had gone on Letterman on Halloween because I was like, okay. what's happening with your yeah. hair? And you're like, it was Halloween. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, he just started a constant stream. A barrage of funny came at me. Absolutely. For about 45 best. minutes. And I, <laughs> next thing I knew, I was naked. And I was like, <laughs> how the fuck did that happen? He wore you down. <laughs> literally. So you endorphinized. <laughs> you completely relaxed. Mm. And by the time he's reaching for buttons and stuff, you're like, whatever. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know. I'm laughing. Yeah. Laughed all the way. Laughed all the way through. Did don't you laugh? say laugh through I did laugh through sex. Oh, okay. Because come that's, on. Well, that's not Okay, great. that's a whole other story. No, that's not no, that's the good for our podcast. It should slow down right toward that part. It could be nope. fade out on that. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, nope. it was funny because I remember calling my sisters the next funny. day. I go, ah. Is sex good? No, you what go, did you say funny? to your sister? I said, they, they said, I said, I saw this dude's face last night. Mm. They're like, oh, no. And I said, he's funny. Funny counts. Why is everyone fucking Funny against counts. Him? That's the name of this episode. But you know, when I came and so we saw you New Year's <laughs> Eve. I, when we'd been seeing each other for a while, and like Molly, my sister, and I came to see you in at the Delano. We were oh, yeah, somewhere we in Miami, Miami yeah. right? We stayed at the Delano, and she laughed so hard in that performance. She, she leaned over to me at the end, and she goes, "I'd fuck him." Yeah, <laughs> Molly. Uh, see, comedians later. all over America. Is, there are chuckle fuckers Funny out counts. there. I'm not a chuckle fucker. <laughs> a chuckle fucker is that a sp- people <laughs> that go out with you are chuckle fuckers? No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, I'm so because you you're know funny. how serious you're and grim I am. No, you're not. You're like, very mm. funny. No, mm. you think this is about looks? You are very funny. David. So you seduced she each is. other comedically. You have no. two Emmys versus my zero. That really fucking burned my onion. I it was doesn't mean you're not great if you don't have an Emmy. We have Emmys. Quit we... saying, oh, you dragged yourself into it? doesn't mean we're... What? Oh, Dana, what? How, many, how many Emmys do you have? Two, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Six nominations. Look, we need to move on. <laughs> David, you are a superstar. I don't think I was with Julie when they announced at the Emmys, David Hyde Pierce, and I started to get up. It you should have won one. It was so sickening. You would have fucking you were like, me. Got I it. go, David, I wear that guy. Yo! Are you serious? Yeah, it was good, though, because it was a good wake-up call. <laughs> Why did I think I could win? That's the thing. What? I know. Oh, yeah. I, I was I was oh, laughing. Yeah. I was laughing oh, no, really was loud. Good, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to blow out your professional. mic. No, I'm, you want to, to and, but, but, David. Okay, back to. Fine, I'll let you ask questions. Well, I love yeah. that story. Julie, and when we, <laughs> well, when we went to the, the commercial, you were naked. Uh, I know, you in did. the story, You yeah. You just, it was like a wall of words. It was it was like getting roofied by humor. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've seen him do that where it's just tumbling, tumbling, tumbling it, it, with all he, these one-liners and references. Uh, and it is a barrage. Well, you have to be on. the same uh, uh, frequency on. of humor. And then and you're I, laughing. I'm laughing. Oxygen a great audience, yes. And, yeah, I was laughing and laughing. But that was about the last time we went on a, we were on a date alone. Because oh, then it was always, you, you always brought somebody. Yeah. Got silent. Oh, yeah. oh. Well, he always I brings, will say he always brings people on dates. Well, yeah, yeah, the worst we, we is when Sandler found out about us going out because then these two will uh, gang up against. Sabathu. We have time for one more question. Uh, <laughs> this is cut all of this out. You, aren't you? were on ER where you did a strong turn. 
I'm talking about strong turns. <laughs> what was the what? I have these kinds of questions that don't involve. That. I know. Well, I wanted to just let Should the we... audience know about her career okay. with the Happy Gilmore of it all. We do have to just yes. because it's exciting because we just did world. that thing for Adam. Because yeah. I did that. Yeah. Because yeah, you that. were at the dinner. By the way, I watched your uh, your Kennedy Center strong. Oh yeah. Turn off the cameras for a moment. That mm -hmm. was really, really <laughs> good. That's a joke. That's yes. a good oh, starter. Let's start the telecom. You can only use it once. Joke. It was fantastic. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Conan liked that one. That it was really good. Uh, thank that you very much for watching that. Out. And uh, we had a blast out there. We saw you at the dinner before. The yeah. intimate dinner for 200 people. The intimate dinner for 200. I call it the B-list. It was it was or the movie. It was the spillover. Room. It was the spillover. It was the it was the <laughs> LA crew oh. that was not going to be invited. Did you wait, Dana? Did you go to DC? I was there. Oh, sorry. So we, you were A-list. You were there. No, you were in D.C. I was. You were right. at the no, dinner, too. No, but you too. were also at the dinner. We oh, were the at the dinner. Yeah, Adam had a dinner two days before. Like the, and yeah. then I went to D.C. I was like the, you know, yeah, the, the dinner level. was, a, was just an Italy old school post? call sheet of all his movies combined. Right. Exactly. Because it was, you were from Happy Gilmore and Hubie Halloween and then Dennis Dugan did both of those, right? Yeah. Directed. And no, no, Dennis Dugan didn't direct Hubie. He didn't? No. Mm-mm. Do you remember who did it? Hurley? No. Uh, hang on. Give me a second. Don't, don't do this. <laughs> I think me. it was Dennis. So embarrassing. No, no. I, was, I would fucking know if it was Dennis. I know Goosen did pickups. No. Yes, he did pickups, but it was... Someone has the internet. They'll figure it out. I Heather? Bob? Will you no. find out who directed Hubie Halloween? Jeff? <laughs> Brill? <laughs> you make Brill. Brill. Steve was Brill. Yes, Brill? Steve Brill. Mm -hmm. Has directed Brill a lot of Happy yeah. yeah. He movies. did a lot of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Steep roll. Okay. Sorry. So you did Happy Gilmore <clears throat> and Hubie Halloween. Right. For, for Adam. Happy Madison. Yeah. Yeah. And Happy Gilmore. Do you get uh, recognized? Do you get asked about that? You must get recognized a lot from that. From Happy Gilmore. Most people are like, oh, I didn't realize that was you because I look like a. I looked like I was 50 in that movie. <laughs> you had a spade haircut for sure. I had the, I, it was like a princess dye, like frosted and like sprayed into place. We were in Canada. We had lovely crew, but like I've got sad white trash hair that wants to like run back to the trailer. I think it looks pretty cool. Your hair looks good now. Every afternoon. It, like, so they just, they wanted to be, you know, I was, nobody knew who I was and that was fine. They wanted to. Get my hair done in the morning. They never have to touch it again. Mm -hmm. So it was like this orb. Like I could turn my head and it would come after me, you know. Like. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was like a helmet. And I thought, oh, it's bad. But no one's going to see this movie. It's okay. Let's be honest. No, no, like, no yeah, I thought yeah. no one was going to see the movie. I thought it'd be like, we're like movie. a Billy, a Billy Madison, which was really, really fun. And like a lot of people saw it, but it wasn't like a humongous thing. Well, it was like, yeah, it, it grew. Yeah. But it's already building. Right. Yeah, that yeah. was when it was building. Yeah. Right. Did anyone refer to it as a turkey? During, what? during filming, yeah, that feels that sounds very specific and personal, Dana. I just feel old guys here. This turkey ain't gonna fly. <laughs> I just heard it as a figure of speech from this old teamsters. Look, kid, you're in a turkey. You're in a turkey. Good luck with yeah, it. I, all right. I was, I think, I lost and found when the, when the camera guy goes, "Hey, get him next time." I go, "What, what does that <laughs> mean?" The whole time we did the best. The whole time done yet? Nah, come on. You, well, you know, we're all gonna learn from tell this one. You everything. That feels like yeah, they because they know negative. they're like in the side not laughing. They're well, the not worst laughing. part of movies. You do the first rehearsal at eight a.m. You get all the chuckles. By the time it's on your shot, it's twelve hours later. Yeah, you burned it's up. It's like Dresden in there. Okay, but I mean, why then? Why don't you direct? Your, do you direct your own stuff? Now I do. Yeah, yeah. I can't do anything with someone. And like keep it in two shots because who wants a close up? I in like comedy? two shots. Well, I that's like... why everyone loves dailies back in the day because right. you could see the white shot. This is so funny. 
Then it's cut into a million pieces. Too many it doesn't cuts go from funny to less funny. It goes to not funny. Right. Yeah. So no, I'm in total <laughs> control of my career. Look at this. I say whatever I want. Right. No, obviously, you, you're you the master of your own domain. Yeah. I can see that you have an empire. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, Two shots I Antonio's love. Deli Productions have a production company with my sons. And yours is called? Bowen and Sons. Is that to do with your sons? My sons? That- no, I just always thought it was funny. Oh, I mean, my sons like are twice. Like a store little... in a small town. Yeah, like Bowen and so I don't know. No, it's yeah. funny. It's a, yeah, it's like yeah, a it's big hilarious. corporate. We're, you know, <laughs> we're dying. Incorporated. We're dying this no, this this is the best podcast I've ever been a part of because it's it's like a pinball machine. I love it. So I'm just going all over. Oh, that's me. I'm really sorry. If you guys had like a direction you need to go, I can no, be quiet. Be in the moment. No. Okay, because I can really, I can do, um, I can be quiet and like answer questions. If no, you no, want. this is new. No, we, we are we've done going a lot. A lot of these, you're 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 okay. in your own flavor, right. your own lane, your stuff with David. Well, I guess who's your favorite interview you. been so far? Favorite interview so far? Don't what? ask us that shit. You know Come what? I, I guess it relates to you only because it was yeah. very different, and it was like our second one or Who first was one. Was it Tina? Ed O'Neill. Oh, Ed O'Neill. Oh my Ed God, you O'Neil. had Ed. We had Ed O'Neill as our first one. Oh, Are he you was fucking our first, kidding me? Very one. first. And was he like? No, look at was, it as why. No, listen. He I'll calls. We all have the same manager, me and him. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, Gervitz. yeah. Gervitz. Gervitz is and Ed's. So he would call and go, hey, Ed saw you on this. He wanted me to tell you he thought this is funny. Ed, he would do that mm-hmm. now and then, which is a very cool thing. I like to do it. He's older school. I do it on someone's Instagram. I will DM say, hey, I just saw you on this thing. You were funny. Or, hey, I just saw right, you. Right, right, right. And so I like getting those feedback from people. And then when he did it, and then we said, we're doing the show, he told Gervitz, yeah, I'll come on right away. We hadn't even started. He goes, yeah, I'll do it. And so he, he likes world. comedy, he likes Dana. Yeah. And so we, he was super cool. And right away, our first one, it was kind of about SNL. You know, it's like general. Like, but, like for five minutes. Yeah. And we go, you host SNL. He goes, yeah, I didn't really like it. And then it was silent. <laughs> and then we go, what else is going on? And he I, had the most interesting story. I stories. had heard things about him anecdotally. Um, and also met him and this and that. And I, it was our first one. So I didn't know we had to emphasize SNL that much. So no, it's for, for 45 minutes, I got fascinated by his childhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He told a Youngstown, story because he's the Popeye yeah. fire, you know, the, the, the martial arts mm-hmm. guy, yeah. mm-hmm. the tough guy with no ego about it. Because, you know, sometimes I stop, I whisper in the bar, I get real soft, you know. And you could see he's making a fist. And the, the guys, the bullies are leaning in. Close, and he goes, then I drop the hammer. So I was so fascinated by <laughs> yeah. a Hollywood actor who first doesn't give a fuck about Hollywood. None. Or at all. None. Fame. Zero. And was almost a made guy in New York. Yeah. A real football player. Like a legitimate badass guy who's so alpha male, he's he doesn't wear it. Yeah. And, and started in the sleeve. theater. Yeah. Like actually like has yeah. this like he heavy training and everything. Great actor. So he was one of our favorites. Maybe it's because he's our first. <laughs> well, he's also super cool. He knew we were new at it, but we're just, it's just a bullshit session. So there was really no super wrong way to do it. And he had so many good story after story that we got entranced by that stuff. And then it was, it was a fun one. So what was he like for you? We got a he's lot of the good best. feedback. He's the best. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't fuck with, with, you don't, you don't fuck with Ed. Right. But he's just mostly just a, a He's fantastic. Charmer. We would joke that he has a uh, a book. We would all refer to Ed O'Neill chapter nine because he'd be like, "Why sit? (laughs) No, why stand when you can sit? I want to see. Why sit when you can lie down? (laughs) Why come to work when you can be at home? (laughs) Like every the the minute he got there, he'd look at his watch and go, "What? 
when are we rapping? Hey. We do a rehearsal and he go, I think we got it. Like, we have not rolled <laughs> oh, like, camera. We have <laughs> not. One foot out the door. <laughs> well, and he, one day he did leave, mm -hmm. drove away. They're like, we're not done. He go, what? He had no idea. Um, he just, he works really fast. He's very smart. Mm -hmm. uh, and he doesn't waste any time. And he also is like, never start the day in a sweater. You'll regret it. He has all these like bits of wisdom. For a movie. Because one day we were shooting this outdoor, like the family's playing touch football. We started shooting at, you know, 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. When it's cold. And it, we're cold. So we like all, oh, can I get a sweater? Can I? Yeah. And then it's two in the afternoon. So and up. he's like, just crosses his arms and goes, never start in a sweater. And we're like, chapter Because you have to match for people. I chapter love eight, that. Ed O'Neill. He has so much wisdom. Did yeah. you direct him ever? Uh, yes, I did have to direct him. Is it hard directing everybody? No, you just like, you just make sure the cameras are in the right place and walk it's away. Good. When you get him in, you go, okay, he's coming. So let's be ready. Yeah. You know, let's be really ready because you're not even going to get a whole take. Like, I think we got it. <laughs> like we haven't, we haven't rolled yet. So yeah, that was terrifying. But well, he's that's wonderful. from experience. That when you got a neurotic director and you're doing wearing everybody out, wearing the crew out, wearing the over wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. who's you. neurotic in this story? Is no, this not you? Not you. You're prepared. I could tell you, I've Julie. Had, would I be had prepared. a director once, so it, you're just going to drop bullets. On and it's a close up. Yeah, I'm going to say an hour. On dropping bullets? Yeah. Oh, they, that could be reset. Just a little, okay, a little frame different and just like that. Were and you I, even in the shot or no, just your hand? But I was watching it and realized, okay, this guy is in a sandbox and right now he's dropping bullets and he doesn't want to go in and have dinner. Right. He does not want it yeah. to be over. Right, right, and so that right. kind of director just exhausts the shit yeah. out of everyone. But yeah. if you have it, O'Neill, like you're smart. You went over and said, Ed, what are you going to do here? Right. We'll be on you like this. Right. That's it. Yeah. And it's more about the people around him. And I mean, yeah. Ed is, and if you tell him where you're starting and where you're finishing, he, he knows where to go. And the mm -hmm. man is so savvy. And he was so great with the kids because they were, you know, they started, they were 11 and he would be like, you know, bring them aside and tell them this is, you know, you, you know, you don't want to cross in the middle of a scene because then they got to film you twice. Like things so like that. All the old school All tricks. the old school, like find a comfortable place and uh, to the, not in the middle, but to the left or the right of the scene. So, you know, they're, mm -hmm. they, they, you don't have to be in every single shot. Oh, in the background when they're shooting close Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows shit. all the tricks. Cross off before, say your line and cross off. <laughs> and then you'll never have to. <laughs> so he's about conserving it. energy. He is, you know what? It, a little goes a long way mm -hmm. with him and he knows it. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's By the way, all those tricks and it still works. It's not like people are like, oh, now it's bad. It's like, no, it's still good. You just cut the horse shit out because there's a lot of, Fluff and bullshit when they do overtakes. I remember we were doing so many takes on uh, Dickie Roberts. Oh, a couple people remember in the back? Knocking Fudge. Dickie Roberts, <laughs> a comedy starring David Spade yeah. from yes. 1997. The very last day we have. Brick, wall, waterfall. Dickie thinks he's got it all, but I don't. But you <laughs> don't, it. but you don't, but I do. But I do. So Ooh, boom, boom with the attitude. So boom with punch, Captain Crunch. Crunch. I got <laughs> I something you can't, can't touch. touch, which is really problematic, that line. A 10 year old girl is going, peas, punch, Captain Crunch, I got something you can't touch. And they cut back to David going, and you're like, She's telling me I can't. That you can't touch yeah, her. That's the right thing to say. Well, it's still <laughs> kind of fucked up. It's a song. It's a little fucked up. And then she goes, bang, bang, points down there. Choo choo, choo train. train. Wind me up, I do, <laughs> do my thing. thing. 
What's his, no. Where does this go? Fudge no. lemonade? No. No. What is go? Yeah, that's that? a dirty What's song. Well, that's dirty. Well, David, I mean, Dana's a dirty man. Yeah. Oh, my God. My, my look mind, at this. My mind is in the gutter. No, too. he's he I, has I, to keep I me in check. I do think sexual thoughts all the time, and no one wants to know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Dana keeps me in check because I get a little uh, R-rated on the thing. You get a little R-rated? But you, get, you have editing power. Well, we don't take right. It out. We don't like to edit much, you mm. know. But yeah, sometimes David will go on a little push, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that, that. Yeah, maybe not that. No, I think we said once that homeless people sometimes have really good hair and huge dicks, and it's not fair. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but so it's does, funny. It's true. So a lot of people, just like in general, it's all not fair. I don't like any of it. <laughs> no, like home, it. homeless a lot of people don't have good their pants hair around and their a ankles. big dick pisses yeah. you off. Yes, there we go. And you don't care if they're living on their underpass or in Truesdale or in Truesdale. Still envious, even still, though they, still, they live in a cardboard box. And they have the two mad. metrics that he really wants most: yeah, yeah. giant hair and a huge <laughs> and a giant appendage. dick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're working on it. A huge cat. Yeah, we're running, on running out of time, but working. On we're running out of time. I've never said running out of time in life, but I'll get there. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash wall to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash wall. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Oh, yes, you heard me right. You can talk to an actual human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Anyway, we're really our guest today. We're no. going to start now. Okay, now Julie, do you guys can ask me questions or whatever yes, it is that you do. Yes, be well, normal. I, should we just do one SNL song? No, no. Let I, me tell you my finishing story. That, that, oh, I, and Dickie Roberts, we were do. done. Dickie Roberts, out now. You can on, take it if you want. I just don't understand it. <laughs> it was a gift I got. I She's looking at her fly on the wall. It's a little creepy. I don't know if it's a lunch pail or what is it's it? It's just There's, a little bit like something like you made in leather tooling class. at like, Tandy. In there. Uh, this is a, uh, I was given, oh, people can't see this, but it says fly on the wall. It's a leather or something, and I it was, I was given it backstage it says of the show. On the wall. It's very sweet. I have to put it back where it belongs. Okay, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So at the end of the movie, like you were saying, Dickie we had- Roberts. Sam Weisman was the director, and he was great. The whole time was great. We we moved quickly. That's always. I'm sorry. A good... Does Dana always like an old lady at a matinee unwrapping her Werthers? 
No, this is. Yeah, I hate people who do this in a movie theater. It's a drama. It's too weak. Just fucking eat the can. Yeah, so anyway, go ahead, David. Thank I God just, Dana <laughs> takes the heat. He's eating a protein it's just bar. Over there, you're like. David got me into protein bars. Like, the I, best. now I, I'm not even hypoglycemic, but I'm like, I guess I better have a bite of one. You have to I'm eat. I'm going to wait till the story's over. This is the Dickie Roberts. Lifetime Achievement <laughs> Story <laughs> Award starring David Spade. We all know that when you move quickly in a movie, like if Julie's uh, the director, she's got like this, you know, yeah. she, I know how she is and she's smart thinking ahead and she mm -hmm. will keep that set moving. You could direct that me. Keeps that keeps morale up. Now, on this movie, everything was going pretty, pretty, pretty good. But at the last day, we were wrapping. We said we're going to wrap around five early because we only had a couple things to do. So we planned a party and then we said, oh, well, and then everyone will stay and we'll have a catering and all the shit. We wrapped at uh, twelve thirty in the night, and I at night at night like yeah. at a.m. and we missed a party, and I think, bless his heart, the director had rapophobia, and that's what Dana was talking about. They don't want to go home. They don't want it to be over, and they keep shooting. They're playing and keep and making up things box. to shoot, basically. But they they also they they have overlords and people at studios being like, "You didn't get this. You didn't no, cover it," that, and sure. they start to doubt themselves, and they're like, "They know they have it, but they're like, uh, I might have to shoot it like you know, sure, a three quarter." Sure, you have a POV from right. the squirrel uh, shooting up, and they're <laughs> like, "No, we didn't get that." And they're like, "What the fuck are you doing out there?" It so is the a next methodology day, of some companies: just cover the shit out of it, and, and then we'll make we'll, the movie in post. Exactly, make it in editing. It's it's an old. Uh, thing they do and even on Sandler movies like if he's not there because he usually he sort of uh, masterminds the whole thing and if I'm on a movie and he's producing it then they want to know that they're, they're second guessing what will he well, exactly. be looking for exactly but you're in them with him so it, it's fun when you're in with him when it's not you have to do a little extra coverage yeah I get I, I don't know I've you been know I mean? I've been with him you like just, I've been blessed to be in the Good ones where Adam's in them. Every movie I do with Adam, I just did two cameos. They both were not his biggest box office. What Jack, were they? Jack and Jill and Little Nicky. All very oh, funny. Little Nicky is a big cold hit, though. Yes. Yeah. That one is yeah, people love. Yeah. <laughs> well, from the show. I mean, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore are huge now with young kids. Yeah. Again. Because those 90s comedies, early knots comedies, they were just funny and light. What's My a knot? I don't know. How do you? What's what's two thousand to two thousand nine? Is that the That's knots? That's the aughts. Aughts. The it's aughts. Not the knots. <laughs> I've been saying that for two years. The Jason and the aughts. It's like oh. it's like that. It's what you didn't want to do in the aughts. <laughs> That's a knot. Okay, we talked about this the other day. And what's two thousand ten to two thousand nineteen? Oh, I don't have any idea. That's the teens. The naughty teens. The naughty teens. <laughs> are you a naughty teen? No, and what are we into now? It's a the website. 20s. We're in the we're, roaring twenties. We're, we're up to the like. The We're 20s. in the roaring 20s after a now, pandemic. Now, finally roaring 20s. Just like 100 years ago. What was your strong turn on ER? I it played said, a woman named Roxanne. What do you do? I don't I made out Roxanne. with, uh, I was somebody's, I was a, I can't remember what what my role, what my character was. She did insurance or something. Yep. And I ended up with Noah Wiley. Strong turn. Strong turn. Um, who did you give a BJ to in Horrible Bosses? Uh, Just look at my notes. Jason Bateman. Was it? Close. No, I'm guessing. Sudeikis. It was Sudeikis, Sudeikis. But you never see it. You just hear the <laughs> improv where I say your balls are so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that improv. You that was them? your ad lib. <laughs> and they kept it in? Yeah. <laughs> your balls are so smooth. And who was your husband? Oh, Kevin Spacey. Mm -hmm. But it was before... <laughs> <laughs> Did you leave the window open? <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. This was he was at the he was top of his game. Yep. We did not. There were no brilliant no actor. One of the biggest versus... stars 
at the time, probably it was huge. This really was this was even pre uh, House Netflix of Cards. Oh, he yeah, still had he still had mm-hmm. some he still had some life in him. When no, you yeah. were you were you're still. <laughs> it's like it says you're fluent in Neutrogena. I'm reading this wrong. No, I'm not. <laughs> She's a spokesman. You were a spokesman for Neutrogena. For I was twice. Fluent in I was a spokesman for Neutrogena twice Neutrogena. when I was a younger person, and then they got me to be as an old person. They and need then old they, people on there. Then they didn't renew my contract because they said they needed someone who looked more mature, Nicole Kidman. Hmm. Do you know what that's a, a word that makes you sound <laughs> drunk? What are the two words that make you sound drunk? <laughs> Even, Neutrogena. Say judicial. Oh, yeah. I went to judicial and I got some Judi- Neutrogena. Judi- you're right. Those two words, you're stone sober, you will sound yeah, drunk. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a world jerk. Neutrogena and judicial. I remember judicial seeing system. Julie on the back of a magazine in a Neutrogena picture. Yeah. That, that was, was yeah, and then one. you you were finally like, okay, it's I guess she's worthy of this mm. Spade Hall of Fame. It was it was already rolling mm. by then. <laughs> I think it had already rolled. No, she was on Maybe. Ed, and then you went to Boston Legal. Uh huh. And then you did. Do your, we just do IMDb? Did, yeah, we you just work with William. I'm Shatner. reading. I don't did really you go know. with uh, James Spader, William Shatner? Was that on that on that? Too? That was James Spader and William Shatner and Candace Bergen. That's who oh, I was candy. most. Candy. Candy. Oh, okay, you guys. Back to SNL. Oh, she was on SNL. <laughs> five, she's a five timer, isn't she? Yeah. She, sure. I had an Asian character named Ching Change, and she was in those sketches. <gasps> I know. Exactly. The vapors come I'm like, I need to leave now. It was now. 1986. <laughs> I would never do it again, I swear. But it was, uh, it was a, a character done very lovingly and sweetly. But um, I was she was part of that the, sketch. in the audience, I'll tell you that much. Do you worry about that? Like, like I'll get someone. Look, someone's going to cancel up. you because no. what you did in '86. Because I know, well, I know where it came from. I know the intent in my heart. Intentions matter, so I got it. It's based on someone I knew, and no one said anything. Who had a pet chicken, or appeared to have a pet chicken <laughs> on a leash in his front yard, yeah. which is which is very sweet. I just, yeah, I it's 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 crappy now that you have to worry about that. Like, I think about it all the time. Like, I, am I going to say mm-hmm. something that I think is funny and then, you know. Well, they tried to ding uh, Ben Stiller, who's brilliant, about Tropic Thunder. And it just says they don't have time for. But Tropic Thunder was like ahead of its time. satirizing narcissistic sure. actors who will do anything to get an Academy Award. It has nothing to do with anything else. So right. he just didn't apologize. And Oh, was that for Simple? Oh, it was for Simple Jack. No. And also Robert yeah. Downey Jr. And also Jr., Robert Downey Jr. An right. Australian actor who was so narcissistic and so desperate that, that he, he does bur- blackface, he... essentially. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it was, but I thought what that was Simple Jack smart. was trouble too. Simple Jack, I. Well, that was making fun. I always say to yeah. my kids, like, if Great. you see people play, men, you know, mentally deficient human beings, they always have short khaki pants and awkward haircuts and big ears. And so I saw that in two actors, I won't name them, who got the Academy Award for yeah. playing a character mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So Ben was satirizing yes. the cliche that if you're that type of person, you need to have really short khaki pants and a really short haircut and exactly. have your ears stick out. Right. And that, and he was satirizing it, but yeah. sometimes the satire gets you canceled. Well, it gets yeah, blurry. and it's it's I I'm I'm not against if you just look at it from the surface. You know, you I, I, I there's cringy things all over. You know, movies and con- it's fine. I mean, I'm 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 open minded. I haven't watched Wayne's World recently. I'm yes. not sure would would I would it be like we're good on that one because we didn't do any drugs. The only thing we what? did was we'd see a girl and and thrust Go her ka-ching. hips and say swing swing swing. Sorry, swing. That, and so it's pretty. Pretty, you know, sphincter says what? Schwing. It's pretty benign. Cream of Song Guy? 
Do you do Austin, Cream of Some Young Guy? Austin Powers, <laughs> uh, which is a brilliant trilogy, went harder at some of those things. Okay. I don't... God, that might have been a Wayne's World. Did you say, uh, I'd like some gangbang chicken? Is that I enough? don't... I just know that it made, all those movies made me laugh really hard. And I revisited... We just... I produced a movie for... Um, Disney Plus, it's the first Disney, the first TV 14 movie they've done called Prom Pact. It just came out last week. And mm. it has like red solo cups and people uh, reference sex and there's gay characters. And oh. it was during, it kind of fell between the Bob Chapek going out mm -hmm. and, the, and Bob right. Iyer coming back in. People were not really paying close attention. And I can't decide if we're going to be like, if Disney's going to love us and hire us again and again, or they are like freaking out because they actually have characters saying some racy, r racy things. So 14 mm -hmm. means just 14 and up instead of just totally G Kids. or PG. Exactly. Right. It's not even PG. It's like, it's like, yeah, there's, yeah. there's some content up in here. Um, but yeah, it can some content up in here. There's some content up in here. There's some content all up in here. I don't know. We get some content up in here. But it mm -hmm. you know, you get concerned that you're gonna get in trouble later on. Yeah. yeah. Um I I'm been around so long and no one cares about me. I'm I'm uncancelable. I mean, I can't no one would cancel me because they don't even know Dana, to know to look you me up. I'm too I'm too superstitious. I don't want you to get canceled. Listen, the but Emperor's we, New Groove, we we had to take out all the dry humping scenes. Oh <laughs> no. And it was animated, so mm -hmm. The um, mm -hmm. but for that for prom pact we decided to to, to address all the eighties problems mm. uh, and the John because it's a reference it's a it's all like an homage to John Hughes but then we have to talk about how problematic John Hughes was so we watched all those movies again. And, Ferris Bueller. Uh, Ferris Bueller holds up well. That seems kind of like an iconic comedy. Breakfast yeah. Club. Breakfast Club mostly pretty well. But there's some. Edge there. I mean, now that we go over to like Weird Science, oof. Mm. Oof. Weird science Oof. is God. I love that. Not what. What is the main ding? What subject? Was I mean, it? I it, the character in, in in the in prom pack says it's an episode of SVU. Like his, they, it's like you create a woman and Beautiful. just to bang her. I think. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Weird science. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Revenge of the Nerds, very problematic. Sure. Yes. There's some really- All those movies are like drill a hole through walls just to watch girls naked. Yeah, that was it's like, Couldn't yeah. even touch that. And Glory make sure the girls hole passed out galore. before Remember that one? Glory hole galore. I think that was actually a movie? porn. That might have been and a porn. you can't about that. <laughs> I don't I don't know where I saw it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I made that up. They're going, really? That's a movie? That's a movie. It's like, a movie uh, that couldn't be made today, today <laughs> for 20, Bob. Glory hole There's a great glory hole on peak- <laughs> this is the kind of content that Dana's not comfortable with. Today. I know he's he's jumping in though. Today I like it. today it's all we're hanging it all out. It's this all, will be one episode. This one won't air. My wife will be driving and she'll be. What's the prom pact? <laughs> what is the prom pact? What do you mean? What is it? Yeah, what's the actual pact? Oh, it's uh that the the two best friends in the movie agree that they're they've never they're done any gangbang. <laughs> No, they've never gone to any of the high school stuff. They're both like nerds and really serious. They're like, well, they've never gone to prom. They're like, fine, we'll do it together. And then 
the the lots of complications ensue. Yeah, don't give everything away. I'm not going to give it so away. So it's two guys like it. or two girls? Two girls. When no, it, no, a girl and a guy. They're best friends. Oh, they're best friends. Are they going to go together? Or yeah, they're going to go together. They're now go together. streaming or coming up? Now streaming. It'll be now streaming. On you Plus. would actually like. You would actually. I don't know what your taste is. You would actually like it because it's kind of sweet and it's kind of cute. Mm. Sweet and cute. I don't it's mind. That. It's sweet and cute, and there's like some pervy things. Space Odyssey. And there's some pervy things. And I like the first Alien. You like 2001: A Space Odyssey? Yeah, sober. I've seen it 40 <laughs> times. How um, many of those times were you unaltered? No, he loves No, no, it. unaltered. I've memorized. Uh, Out of Africa is my wife and I's whoa, touchstone whoa, whoa, whoa. movie. 2001. Did you just say you have it memorized? Yeah. Well, kind of. There's only like eight words. Yeah. I know. That's oh, why. Movie. I just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I remember re- Open the pod bay door, huh? Open the pod bay door, huh? No I'm day. sorry. You know, I can't do that. There's not mm-hmm. much... In high school, when we would see it, and I would say, "Open the bathroom door, Hal." We would. They were stoned. My friends were stoned. The Volkswagen Bug in nineteen sixty nine, and I would go, "Open the bathroom door." Instead of Popeye, they would laugh for like an hour and a half, you know, because they were high. But you know, I anyway, I never it's understood. Movie. It's it is brilliant and way beyond me in a lot of ways. I feel like I it's, missed. It's just is there a better topic for a film than how we got here? And the idea we're, we've been seated by aliens basically that infused uh, primates with intelligence mm. that become That's us. That's what it was about. I mean, I the greatest mic drop in a movie is with the discovery that he can use the bone as a weapon. <laughs> How he takes his time and then that music and he throws it, it turns a spaceship. I mean, come on, come on, come on, Julie, Julie go with on. me. What's your favorite movie besides Wayne's World? And I mean, I love Dickie Roberts, of course. And <laughs> but iconic, here's a question. Movies <laughs> you, you watch you t- mm. every couple of years. Movies that like, like for me, The Godfather, one and two, I'll see every couple of years. Uh the, that is a, that's a real dude. Yeah. I think that that's. I a, know what's yours, Scarface. Um, dude, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Ooh, Jim Carrey. Good right? Jim that's Carrey. a very heavy, cool. Did Charlie Kaufman write that? Charlie Kaufman wrote it, and mm-hmm. Michelle Gondry. Is that how mm-hmm. you say his name? I'm mm-hmm. probably saying it wrong. That's his Directed. name. That's her name. Yeah. That, that, yeah. <laughs> That's her name. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> uh, any Charlie Kaufman movie, I feel like you can watch again and again and again because it's like he's, they're so yeah. layered. Was the one with Nicolas Cage. Is that the one? Or someone Nicolas Cage, go- that was that was the um, that was or? the one. Uh, not being John Malkovich. That was, was the, the one. adaptation. Yes, oh, adaptation yeah. was phenomenal. Charlie Kaufman wrote on the variety show I did '96 with Louis C.K. And he did? Yeah, Charlie Kaufman. You never say him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Charlie, what was that like? Uh, Charlie is, you know, he's brilliant. He's quiet. He's, you know, just, he was just around doing crazy stuff. But he would like write a, like a, a sketch that would be easily digestible to an American audience. <laughs> like, I can't see <laughs> Well, it. the show was essentially, essentially canceled after 12 minutes of airing. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they let us, we'd already, but the first sketch was I see. We went from 16 million to 2 million as I was playing Clinton breastfeeding puppies. <laughs> so that we, we did not have a commercial bone in our body. That was Disney. Disney bought ABC after we agreed to the deal. And so we were a square peg in our Well, you went after Home Improvement, which was a very family show. We followed Spin City, Home Improvement. You followed Home Improvement? Yeah, which is a great show. We were were doing acidy, acidy. But we weren't. They thought we were blue. We weren't blue at all. We were just abstract. That's where Bill Clinton breastfeeding puppies. You're mm-hmm. not joking. That, actually, been that was the, the cold morning. opener. 
It was Louie's idea, not to blame Louie. We banked it a month before. Everyone wants to blame him. It's and okay. it was like, <laughs> he goes, Clinton's like, and I believe in our country. I know we're in a crisis. And he goes, and that's why I have. And then I'm just opening, buttoning the jacket, and you see these teats have been put uh, on mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. And then puppies are brought out. And I will feed these puffies like I feed a worried nation. You know, that kind of thing. A worried nation. <laughs> right after Spin City. What's going on? <laughs> Laugh track. Mm. Oh, my God. It makes me so happy to hear you do impersonations. I know. I'll it's do a, anyone you want. Really? I, but you do so many. Like, yeah. just right there, you just did You just did Bill Clinton and Michael J. Fox, but, like, barely, just, well, like, whiffing past them so perfectly. No, he can do uh, Trump. Lately, I've his, been doing. Trump with the Miranda rights. I do Trump. Um, I don't know. This will be after you can cut this out. When Trump got arrested, put it that way. <laughs> you know, you could put the cuffs on me, but you don't have to read me the rights because I wrote the rights. I wrote the rights. I could write a lot of things. I wrote it with a lovely lady named Miranda. I told her you have the right to remain silent. She put it down. And we're going to do it. Some people said no, but we're doing it anyway. We wrote the whole thing. So that's just a poem basically for me. Do you want to hear my Fauci poem? Yeah. Yes. It's a poem that maybe wouldn't work anymore. To me, they're all Fauci poems. Okay. I know I told you when you had the, the COVID shot, you'd be dancing in the streets. Okay. I missed it by that much. All right. <laughs> now you have two COVID shots, three boosters. You're getting and giving COVID to another guy who's got two boosters and three shots. That's why I'm introducing the daily COVID shot. Every day you go to your healthcare provider, you get your shot. By the time you get to your car, you got no immunity, but it's a beautiful. 39 <laughs> seconds. I'm Tony Fauci, and from the bottom of my all new leather Fauci's go fuck yourself. <laughs> I had to get the end. Who would That's you? Cathartic. I'm sorry if I've done that before on the podcast. Not would, many times. No, would you, you like to go? Would you ever go back on SNL and do characters? Yeah, of course I would. Like, but like, Come on, let's get real. My father's father lost his job. No joke. <laughs> I came around here because of David Spade is the funniest guy, funniest guy, funniest guy I've ever seen. It's the people, the pirates, the pub, pirates, the caravan. Sorry, I would. I like doing it on the podcast because there's no rehearsal, no script, no one's yelling at me. David's yeah, not trying to control me. Right, because on SNL that. they don't, you know, they don't make as much fun as as Biden as would maybe. As you would like to. Well, as, as just split it down the middle. Just keep mm-hmm. it fun. Make fun of both sides. Yeah, they just had that guy, that um, Jim. James Austin Jim, Johnson. Is he's brilliant. just so good. His it, his cold open this jazz. last week. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. He, yeah. he, he was doing singing and he is amazing. He's so good at it that it mm-hmm. kind of doesn't matter. It's too good. It's so but yeah, good. I don't. My style is like I don't want to teach or be taught, so I'm not going to try to overtly <laughs> sneak in. A political statement. I don't like preaching to a choir and getting right, woo! right, 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 right. So I'm trying to find what is fucking funny about right. these people. Both these two guys are really funny, yeah. rhythmically, personality-wise. I at first when Biden came out, it was just like grandpa of the country. Yeah, Trump made everyone crazy. Yeah, he's like, yeah, was, come on, folks. He was very gentle. And then he started yelling. And that was like, what a great hook. You know, he whispers. <laughs> Guess what? The rich don't pay their fair share. They got to pay their fair share. It's a fair share. And it goes up and screams like the grumpy old man, right? Basically, the ball went in his yard. It's mine now. Get off, get off my lawn. But to your point, uh, I don't know what the point was. No, was I no just point. wondered, would you want to go on and do any, uh, like, do you guys miss that? So the shoe you, was on the other foot. You know, you were right I don't about, know how not to ask questions. No, no, no. no. We, we like it when you ask You're questions. You're not pushy enough. The point is, yes, uh, it's fun. I go back there and do a guest spot. They That's could really easily fun. bring Dana in to cover I love it. being on it. Uh, I love sketch comedy. Um, yeah. 
and I love watching the people doing it now. But if you're doing a small comedy club and riffing or podcasting, I get a lot of a fix off that. Yeah. Too. You know, yeah, you don't or it's need not to going do through hundred channels and you know getting edited. Oh, you watch even the Mark Twain. We had a great time, but they took ninety minutes out of the show. So they did. I got four jokes lost. I only did four and a half minutes. I lost. Four do you jokes. want to do one of the lost jokes? Do you want to do one right oh, now? Yeah. yeah, let's do it. What if they suck? Um, I said. Uh, <laughs> I said. Oh, in this uh, woke age of PC and comedy, please. I think Mark Twain would be the only one that would not win the Mark Twain Award. <laughs> No wonder, of course, that wasn't going to be. <laughs> I said that, he, that was designed to I be said, cut. Said, like, he Here's a freebie. They, you can throw the them some. They held up scissors with their fingers. Like, nope. <laughs> that is the most low-hanging fruit. You insulted Mark Twain. I said he had some iffy stuff. Uh, and then, oh, here's a, here's a harmless one. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of movies with Sandler. I, instead of listing them, just go to your unmarried uncle's house and look at his posters in his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's my movies with Sandler. Do over. That's fun. That's harmless little jabs. That is, that's harmless. And it I makes fun of me. Did the Dennis thing make it? I don't think so. Oh, on the actual show? No. no I don't think what so. What was yours? Dennis Miller about Sandler getting the Twain, if I can remember it. Uh, criminy. So the Sandman got the Mark Twain prize. All right. That's a pithy moniker. One of the great minds of the last millennia has a crackerjack motif, okay? Sandman makes 60 movies, gets a tiny whistle for his efforts. <laughs> So that's just like a little. They were working with. Uh, yeah, we got a good Nancy. What do you say? Because Nancy <laughs> lot, Pelosi was in the front row. There, that's me channeling. Nancy Dennis. Pelosi was in the front row. And Paul mm-hmm. Pelosi, yeah. Mm-hmm. How how is Paul? You look okay. He's Paul still great. I did I did Pelosi to her. I said I do you. It's very exaggerated. The, you, the Republicans drive you crazy, and you always look like you just sat on something cold and wet. <laughs> and then I go. <laughs> <laughs> she was not smiling. Scissors by the telephone. Scissor time. Scissors. <laughs> she even did it. She's like. Mm-mm. She goes. Guess who's the exact exact producer of this thing? <laughs> the lights started flashing. People are evacuating. Yeah. Attention. Oh my God. Attention. Attention. Breeze yeah. <laughs> removed. Go to the closest. We had a blast. Fearless that night at or stupid. Well, but the 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 the, the, the dinner D squad dinner uh, here for <laughs> spillover dinner. <laughs> right. Spillover dinner for those who were not going to DC. <laughs> there, mm-hmm. everyone everyone got up and they everybody gave their did the right. a, yeah. a loose not a tight five but a, like a loose, loose seven tribute uh, and and tribute and there was some really dicey stuff and I'm not going to yeah. name names I'm not going to call right. anybody out but I was like holy crap these people have no fear. Right. Well, at the Kennedy Center, yeah, everyone was well-dressed. It was almost like a corporate audience. There was a little yeah. more gravitas about the situation. But there, that was like playing to your peers it in the audience. There, Most yeah. of the comedians were in the audience. But yeah, fearless. So no Schneider. What? Come on. No. They're poisoning no, our water. He was there both. He, and he, and he, he, Adam was there. Or sorry. Yeah, yeah Schneider was Schneider there. Schneider was there? And, yeah. he, and he, he performed in that? He did. And, and then he sang. He sang yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, amazing. Okay. He can sing. I, I he sang... Uh, Grow old with you. Grow old with you. That was one of Sandler's songs. He can really, oh, yeah, he yeah. can yeah. really sing. He's saying he's a great singer. On the road, when you go on the road with Adam, he say, he goes up and sings uh, "Now or Never" as Elvis. Cause he, <laughs> cause he that's was, right. I've, I've seen him sing. That's right. And he fucking belts it. What I he gets a he could, they go crazy oh, because he because he can actually he sing. He can sing, and he was Elvis in Japan for six oh. months, so he knows how to do Wait, it. Wait for real or yeah. like as a joke. No, he went there no. when we started stand-up, and he did. He tells a 10-minute story on this podcast about he, how he became 
Tiny Elvis in Japan. Was it, it was a, a big uh, hit. You said 10 minutes like it was a bad thing. I feel like it no, was no, a No, it was great. Okay, I mean, because it, it was a lot of building blocks of how it came about and how he became <laughs> yeah. Tiny Elvis in Tokyo it wasn't and crush No, he would refer to, he said I was Tiny Elvis. <laughs> when we got to SNL. Yeah, he said he was Tiny. Well, Jana I'm just tiny threw that on there. I don't know if you're like, confusing because we did tiny. SNL. Didn't he the, call himself Tiny Elvis? The first show of the season when we came back from summer. <laughs> he did a sketch where Nicolas he was Nicolas Cage Elvis. was the host That's and we it. did Tiny Elvis. That's where I got it from. Because it's okay. you and it's me. I'm Tiny Elvis. I'm tiny. <laughs> and wasn't he keyed in on his shoulder or something? Yeah, Nicolas That's Cage why, sorry, was, Rob. That's where I got Tiny Elvis from. Was Tiny Elvis on a... On the on the dashboard, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sex. Not like I'm Tom Brady over here, you know. <sighs> Looking to save on delivery? Dash Pass from DoorDash is your door to zero dollar delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Dash Pass is an exclusive membership with DoorDash that gets you unlimited zero dollar delivery fees on eligible orders and members only deals and discounts. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, grocery from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. With $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders, Dash Pass makes it easy to save at restaurants, grocery stores, and all your local favorites on DoorDash. Dash Pass pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass. $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. You guys really just free fly it. No, free fly. Okay, okay here we go. You're like, well, there's no there. There's there. no there. I'm like, do they head towards something? I'm most crazy. <laughs> Fill in the blank with Julie. Oh, yeah, Bowen. here we go. This is a quiz. Oh god. Okay, let's sing. Fill These in are easy. the blank with Judy. Yeah, harmonize, David. Harmonize. No, Fill in the blank. I'm most crazy when. Fill in the blank. I'm most crazy when. Oh. That, that you could get be an answer. answer when you go to bed. Oh, it could no, be an no, answer. No, no, no. I'm most crazy when around my kids when they're when they're jackasses. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, have you ever gone right on answer. and checked somebody's celebrity net worth? Because <laughs> I do it a lot. I think they're. Yes. Have you checked your own net worth? And yes. Is it and accurate? No. And that's how I know that the other ones right. aren't accurate. Yeah. I was mm -hmm. like, that is so inaccurate. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's, uh, I think what they do is they, you're, you're, what you've made, they guess on everything you've ever shot with no oh. taxes and never spending money. Right. And that you've never spent a, a nickel of that money and that, right, you've never put a kid through private no school. Divorce. Right. Like no divorce. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gross cash turns into tissue paper in a fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a complaint. We're very privileged. Turns but, into yeah, Leno's like, ear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> remember Leno goes, my ear, he goes, you know, when your he face said catches, that, it's made he goes, of paper. when your face catches on fire, your ear is the first to go. <laughs> we already he goes, it goes up that. like tissue paper. He goes, there's nothing there. When I read something Swear negative about myself, okay. my reaction is oh, panic, <laughs> panic and shame, and shame. so I don't. You don't shame say and fuck panic. These people, no, no. So I have a strict no reading about yeah. myself ever policy. I, I, I don't look at anything. I don't look at any picture. I don't read anything. It's too horrifying. Nothing. The smart is to believe the good, but don't believe the bad. That's no, what I do. but that you can't. If you believe the good, then you got to believe the bad. So you can't read the good. My mom 
used to always try and send me shit like that she, you know, cut out of the paper or mm. cut out of a mm-hmm. magazine. Go, but it's good. And I said, yeah, but I don't want the shit that's good because then, yeah. then I have to believe it when they I'll, say that I'll I'm think, like. Everyone sees this. Ten examples of uh, how Dana Carvey was never funny. You know, I'm like, yes. <laughs> can I click Buzzfeed. off? We have uh, Thanks, Buzzfeed. concrete proof. <laughs> Here's David proof. Spades, not My funny. biggest indulgence is glasses. I'm not wearing them right now, but I really, I've spent an enormous- Oh, spending money. Spending that's money. It? That's an adult, yeah. What I, about your ski trip? Wow. My, but that's for the kids. I'll spend money on my kids, sure. I, yeah. So you could say my kids, but that's boring. Can we switch the answer, mm-hmm. judges? <laughs> last time, or oh, a little a little sort of uh, Barbara Walters, last time I felt brave. Oh, oh wait. Well, how come you don't ask these questions? Because he's the brains of the oven. Okay. <laughs> I'm just here for looks. Last time I felt brave. And you also can say pass. It can oh, be yeah, like a game a... show. No. Uh, wow. When you went down a fucking well, right, devil's th- ball sack. No, I did not about... go down devil's ball sack. I, was, I did go skiing with my kids and they were trying to make me do a lot oh. of jumps. And so physically brave, I actually did one. And it was terrifying, and I was sure I was going to break okay. ten pieces. I'm yeah. a good skier, but mm. I used to watch my kids go down a giant hill, laying on their stomach on a flexi, so it's little wheels, and the helmets are kind of not really on. And my wife could look, and I would always have to look away because of childhood yeah. trauma. No, you. But can't. one time I did look, and that was the bravest. Although my kids did say to me, "Mom, I think if, if, if when I'm a parent, I'll never do this with my kids because it's so dangerous." And I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I just got told that my parenting was rough by my own kids. Things I have a hard time saying no to. I mean, you were offered a lot of things like charity oh, benefits, and if you could oh, show up, oh, I say no go, to everything. Did you feel guilty at all? Oh or my you're god, just I feel so guilty. If a mm-hmm. friend hits me up for something that's mm-hmm. charity school, oriented, school, just... school charity, all that, yeah, I do a lot of stuff for my kids' schools. That mm-hmm. um, when you, you know. want to say no, how do you do it? Email, phone call, text. Just can't ghost. Too busy right now. Or... If I want to say no, I, I'm I'm out of town. Out of town. I'm out of town. Even if you're not, and then you have to hide out those. Then days. you have to hide that weekend. Okay, here's one okay. interesting. It's worth it. Favorite full circle because we have a theme. Favorite. Everyone has theirs. I know mine. Favorite SNL cast. Oh, full full cast. Well, or, or do, well, we're doing like fantasy we were football. We were part of a hybrid. Oh, I you just, could do fantasy football. You guys should do a fantasy football because then you I would could go. Do that. Like, I mean, I would obviously have to have you guys. Have to, yes. Have to. There's, have to. there's <laughs> Hall of Famers in every cast. Yeah, but, you know. I and mean, then who is the starting cast? Crew? My 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 starting lineup would have to be. Yeah, but there's some that. Beck, no, I hate doing that because then I forget someone. No, I know, but like Beck Bennett. Who was in the last yes, kind of cast? Great cast member. Quiet, quiet, slow roll for the first maybe four years, and then on fire for the last it's two Putin or three. With the shirt off. I mean, Putin with the shirt off. Um, uh, my, and then you've got mm-hmm. the guys who uh, Mikey Day and um, uh, the ones who play the the Trump brothers. Yeah. Um, but I'd say overall, I mean, you got to have Will Ferrell. Yeah. We know we have to have Will. You have oh, to have Will. Will knows we have to have Will. He's yeah. Amazing. I mean, you, you he's do. amazing. He's in denial. He's a we have first to have ballot. Bill Hader. You have to have Kristen Wiig. It goes on and on. You know, Keenan gave us a, a, you have to have a future episode, but he gave a great answer. I guess all we can save it, but he said the women. The women since 2000, and of course, Sherry O'Terry is one of my favorites before yeah. that, and Jan Hooks and everybody. But if it's kind of been so dominant, oh, yeah. like never before in the history of the yeah. show, when yeah. you start adding them up. And if, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I agree. Do you like people to say oriented or orientated? 
Orientated isn't a word. I know. My friend says it drives that me fucking bananas. Orientated? Who goes, says it? He goes, they're more family orientated. And I go, family orientated? People say it all the time. Mm. Oh, it is an easy one. I my favorite exercise word, is... Exercise like with my body. Yeah, do you like walking? <laughs> do you do a stairmaster? Why are you asking these things? Because I, I'm out of bullets. I got nothing. Over and over in the sandbox a while ago. <laughs> um, it, my favorite. Part, I exercise all the time obsessively yeah. because I'm crazy and I have to get my brain to shut up. Mm-hmm. So I, I ride a bike to nowhere a lot. I could have answered that. Yeah. Uh, okay, Julie. We know you got to run. Thank you for coming by. We're gonna go to a break. Uh, we have uh, everyone behind you. Go. She doesn't have to go. I know, she doesn't have to, have to go. They're like, we just really need to be done with this. No, we did good though. We thought it was really good. There's a we were counselable in a couple segments, right? Counselable? No, counselable. I'm not really, I went to state school. I mean, yeah. Are you? But you? Where are you from? Yeah. Montana. Montana, and then and then the peninsula. Where Missoula, in Montana? Missoula. Was did that where you, you just I were? I was Missoula. just in Montana. I was, I was in Big Sky. I was there too. I was in Big Fork visiting relatives. I was in Big yeah. Dick. That's. <laughs> Yeah, there is Big Dick Dixon County. Big Big Sky, Big Fork. You were down by Livingston then. I don't know. But I like it. I like it because you go skiing there and there's dudes in Carhartt jackets Mm -hmm. and like no helmet. And they're like old school. Right. And then, you know, they're like, they come up here, they cut a butt. Dana drives up in his Volvo. I go up my Volvo. And they go, look at this city boy. Well, it's a, it's a poem. Well, 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 well. Looky what we got ourselves here. We got a city boy. You from Stockholm? Is that what y'all? City boy with your Swedish car driving all around. Oh, you got airbags? Oh, you got a little pillow. Can't you hit a grizzly bear? I sound like Chris Rock. Hey, sweetie pie. You got a little Volvo. Do you have a Volvo, by the way? Do I have a Volvo? Yeah, I just want the audience to know who to follow. No, I don't have a Volvo. Do you have a Volvo? I do have a Volvo, but I do not <laughs> have a Volvo. Let's look at a clip of it. <laughs> let's go. Well, let's go. well, 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 looky what we got ourselves. <laughs> oh, we got a baby, baby Volvo. <laughs> That's right. what your plan is? Anyway. Actually, I got to go. Julie, he has a lunch. All right, Midnight Toker. You guys work fast. That's good. One hour. We got to get them in and out. We don't want to. Uh, yeah, da, 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 da. We're it's not like another pancake. <laughs> Ty Burrell is the greatest person that ever lived. Lightning, lightning round. Yeah. Jesse, oh, let me Jesse tell you. Ferguson uh, is. Uh, the most unrecognized of our cast is being freaking funny answers. as hell. Sophia Vergara. Vergara. Sophia Vergara. Vergara. Is a. a, a heart of gold the most generous she's a queen my kid just spent 12 hours with her two days ago um because he went to see america's got talent and with another friend oh, she's there and i said if you have a chance to had to sophia she had cameras on him she took pictures oh, she sent it to me she's the most generous kind God, so you person. just had a blast what's your impression show? of sophia Braga? Do you have one? Or you have to, it has to be about something. Oh, the one that people really like, we said we were on on Ellen and they were saying, what's your relationship with, with Sophia like? And I said, she just, she keeps to herself and like she lives in a castle, you know, yeah. like in the sky with like a That's beautiful man. Right. But every now and again, I'll get a call and she goes, go, uh, Julie, this thing tonight, it is cocktail. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, what do we wear? It's cocktail. <laughs> it, it, well, I mean, you can wear a dress or you just have to look nice. But it's a cocktail. Like it's <laughs> cocktail. Know. Like she has this very specific cocktail means something tight and to mm-hmm. the knee. And in evening means yeah. tight and to the floor. And <laughs> cocktail, she's like cocktail, you know, with like fruit or flour. 
And I'm like, so your dress can have fruits or flowers on it for cocktail, but not for evening? She's like, Jace. So that was, that's oh, Sophia. Does she have a good ear? Is it just, that's cool. You, she's, you spend time around her. You the can't best way to it. learn someone is just to be around them. Yeah, constantly. just being around. You just them. start telling stories and talking for them, and then you realize you're doing an impression. Jizz, jizz, jizz. What was Sandler's mm-hmm. spillover party? Was that cocktail? It was cocktail. well for me. It was cocktail for Sandler. It was vagabond. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was Green Jets Parka. I'm fluent Italian. You hear that and you are, you. I'm fake. I do fake you Italian. You are very good at your fake Italian. Julie, well, the fake, exit is on the. Uh, <laughs> hey, That's linguine. The exit's on the Julie fifth floor. I want to see this house. This has been a podcast presentation of Cadence 13. Please listen, then rate, review, and follow all episodes. Available now for free wherever you get your podcast. No joke, folks. Fly on the Wall has been a presentation of Cadence 13. Executive produced by Dana Carvey and David Spade, Chris Corcoran of Cadence 13, and Charlie Finan of Brillstein Entertainment. The show's lead producer is Greg Holtzman with production and engineering support from Serena Regan and Chris Basil of Cadence 13. 